The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Welcome to Truth Transforms. Join in for spiritually enlightening discussion and the practical application of new thought principles. Here's your host, Reverend Galen McDowell. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Truth Transforms with Reverend Galen McDowell. I'm your host, Reverend Galen McDowell, and I'm the executive minister, senior assistant minister, and the director of the Johnny Coleman Institute at Christ Universal Temple. I'm still in the midst of my series, Ask and It Is Given, uh, which is basically based upon the book by Esther and Jerry Hicks. And I think that it does give us a great opportunity to look at what we're doing far as our consciousness is concerned, our thought processes, and what it takes to produce the manifestations we desire in life. So I want to make sure that all of us have the opportunity to learn these spiritual and mental principles and techniques so we can create a better life for ourselves. That's the point. And we'll go from there. All right. So today I'm actually on chapter, let me see here, 21. This is a short chapter, so this episode won't be too long. Uh, It's you're only 17 seconds away from 68 seconds to fulfillment. Again, you're only 17 seconds away from 68 seconds to fulfillment. And I think this is an important uh, process because what it's really talking about is, can you hold your focus on a thought? Can you concentrate on a thought? I think this is one of the main keys about meditation, visualization, even people who do things like mantras. It's holding that one particular thought and holding it, holding it, holding it, holding it, not letting it go. The ability to focus and concentrate on what it is that you are seeking to do, whatever that idea is, whatever that concept is, whatever that image is, to be able to hold it mentally, hold it with feeling and conviction, hold it till it becomes real to you. And the real it becomes to you in your mind, the easier it is for you to demonstrate it in your life. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm saying the E is easier because you can never have something in your life that you can't hold in your mind. Even if somebody gives it to you, you will find a way to get rid of it because it doesn't correspond with your mentality. So the author wrote on page 109, with only a few seconds of focusing your attention on a subject, you activate the vibration of that subject within you. And immediately the law of attraction begins to respond to that activation. The longer you keep your attention focused on something, the easier it becomes for you to continue to focus upon it because you are attracting, through the law of attraction, other thoughts or vibrations that are the essence of the thought you began with. So in other words, the more you hold it, the more spiritual and mental and physical resources you draw to you to manifest it. But can you hold it? The key is the longer you can keep your attention focused on something. Now, this word I'm about to use is normally used in in a negative way in most languages, especially English. The word is obsession. 
But I want you just to think about what would it look like if you were obsessed with divine health, obsessed with developing and becoming aware of your spiritual nature, obsessed with demonstrating prosperity through wise, loving, and and ethical means. Because there's some people who are obsessed to getting it no matter what, and they'll run over anybody to get it. That's not what I'm teaching people. That's not what I stand for. But can you become so obsessed with prosperity that you view yourself as I am prosperity, I am abundance, I am money, and that which is necessary and needed or wanted or desired automatically uh, draw is drawn or produced from me to experience what I hold in consciousness. In other words, can you become subconsciously prosperity, subconsciously love, subconsciously health? Subconsciously, because you've held on to that thought so long that it becomes a subconscious, habitual way of thinking. So the author went on to write. Within 17 seconds of focusing on something, a matching vibration becomes activated. Now, there's no way to verify this one way or another. This is what the author is writing. I want to emphasize the key is. Holding the idea, holding the thought, holding the image, holding the concept beyond a fleeting thought. You know, those thoughts that just come and they go and you're on to something else. Holding it beyond a fleeting thought. This is why just sitting down and visualizing and meditating and or in the new thought movement, affir- using affirmative prayer affirmations over and over again repetitively can help. Focus the mind on a particular thing. This is why some people use vision boards and they just stare at them. This is why some people, when they use visioning, in other words, God, give me the image to put on my mind. These are all things that can be used as tools to help you grow. So the author goes on to say, After within 17 seconds of focusing on something, a matching vibration is activated. They go on to write. And now as that focus becomes stronger and the vibration becomes clearer, the law of attraction will bring to you more thoughts that match. At this point, the vibration will not have much attraction power. But if you maintain your focus longer, the power of the vibration will become further reaching. And if you can manage to stay purely focused upon any thought for as little as 68 seconds, the vibration is powerful enough that its manifestation begins. Now, again, I don't know about 17 seconds and 68 seconds. I'm not going to, you know, become a fundamentalist about those seconds. It's exactly this or exactly that. I'm focusing on the point of concentration again. How long can you keep your mind on what it is you desire? How often can you think about what you desire? How often can you feel with conviction 
what you desire? How often can you see with faith the fulfillment of your desire? Can you live mentally in the end result? In other words, can you live in the end? Can you live in the result? Just live there mentally. You know, think about it, feel it, know it, believe it. The more you do it, the stronger your ability to attract becomes. You have to be able to stay there. This is why I use the word obsession. Sometimes you just have to know. Now, again, obsession when it comes to crazy stuff like stalking people or or other habits that show up that are not necessarily harmonious to your well-being or the well-being of others is not the type of obsession I'm talking about by no stretch of the imagination. I'm not talking about people following uh, Beyonce to every city trying to, you know, you know, break into the concert or something. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about being all in 100% mentally, emotionally with what it is you desire to be able to have focus. As you've heard me say before on this podcast, the key to this teaching is changing your mind and keeping it changed. Changing your mind and keeping it changed. I want to emphasize that. Changing your mind and keeping it changed. When you get thrown off, How quickly can you recalibrate back to truth? How soon can you get back into alignment with truth? That's the question. So what this author, I think, is trying to get across, and again, I don't know anything about 17 seconds or 68 seconds. What I can say is this. The longer you can keep your mind on a concept, an idea, an image, a, a thought, a feeling, a belief, the more attracting power it has, the more power it has to produce itself. Now, the author went on to write, when you repeatedly return to a pure thought, maintaining it for at least 68 seconds in a short period of time, hours in some cases or a few days in others, the thought becomes a dominant thought. And once you achieve a dominant thought, you will you will experience matching manifestations until you change it. In other words, once you change your mind to something else, then that's what's producing until you change it to something else. So there's always a law of substitution in play that you have to remove and replace, remove and replace whatever thoughts, feelings, beliefs that are functioning that are drawing experiences to you that you might not like, you have to remove and replace, remove and replace. You got to have that in your mind, remove and replace. Just don't leave it as a vacuum. Remove and replace. So we're going to take a quick break here. And before we do, I want to just give you a couple of quick commercials. Just a reminder that 
you know, if you want to do more drill down on some of this mental stuff, go back and look at some of my YouTube videos, things like New Thought, The Science of Mental and Spiritual Mastery, or Developing Your Mind for Success, or Ask and Receive, you know, or, or the various sermons I have online, or I did one on Visualize for Success, which I think would really work well with this. Go back and take a look at those videos. They'll help a lot. A lot, a lot with supporting this material. Even if you've watched them before, go back and listen to them or watch them again. Watch them while you're driving, while you're cleaning around the house, put your headphones on. Allow it to just sink in your mind. You don't always have to sit down with a pen and a pad, but give yourself the opportunity to allow those seed thoughts to impress your subconscious mind. So we'll be right back with Truth Transform. Welcome back to Truth Transforms. Let me continue on page 110. What the author wrote, remember that. The thoughts you think equal your point of attraction. Remember the words of the Reverend Dr. Johnny Coleman. I am the thinker that thinks the thought that makes the thing. That's drilled in my mind. I am the thinker that thinks the thought that makes the thing. I am the thinker that thinks the thought, that makes the thing. We always got to remember that. The thoughts you think equal your point of attraction. So what you think about matters. The second thing, second point they wrote on page 110, you get what you think about, whether you want it or not. So it's important not to just Allow your mind to be all over the place. There's some people who always have drama in their lives because they have a drama-filled mind. They're always thinking thoughts of, of, you know, craziness. I should call it craziness. This reminds me something that Tony Robbins teaches. He said um, that, you know, there are things that people do that drive their behavior, and one of them is significance. And significance does not always show up as somebody wanting to do something positive. The, the, the criminal in the, in, in the bad neighborhood, the terrorist, the violent offender, sometimes they seek significance through their negativity because they want attention and they want significance and they'll get it one way or another. So when you have the street credibility, uh, or you're known as a person who who's, a, you know, a go to criminal, whatever that might be, hustling, drugs, uh, you know, violent assaults, whatever. For some people, that's significant. But again, you get what you think about whether you want it or not. 
So instead of trying to figure out another way in which they can get significance through like, for instance, giving, through contribution, through love, through supporting of others, through excellence in positive and holistic things, they'll get it the way they understand it. Why? Because the next point tells it. Your thoughts equal vibration. And that vibration is then answered by the law of attraction. So depending on what your mind is focused on, that's what you're going to be attracting. So it's important to allow yourself to shift often. Say, okay, I'm not in the space I need to be. Let me read something. Let me stop and pray for a moment. Let me stop and meditate. Let me stop. Let me stop. See, here's the key. You got to disrupt it. When your mind starts trending a certain kind of way, you have to disrupt it. What are your disruptive techniques? This is why I'm a big believer in repetitive affirmation when nothing else fails. I can remember years ago when, you know, I was still work managing grocery stores before pre-ministry. And, uh, you know, I was working late and, you know, as a customer service manager at this grocery store and called Dominic and it wasn't feeling well. So I decided, you know, okay, we got to get stuff wrapped up. I told, you know, my key person as we were wrapping up, taking care of the overstock and cleaning the store up and getting the money together and all that after the store closes, I was like, I need you to take care of this. I need to go home. And as I drove home, because I really wasn't feeling well, I literally drove home saying the father and I are one amen. The father and I are one amen because I was trying to drown out this feeling I had just mentally and physically. I just wasn't together. I did that the whole drive home. I, when I got home, you know, um, took clothes off. Father and I are one. Father and I are one. Amen. Father and I are one. Amen. The father and I are one. Amen. I would not allow another thought to get in my mind. Went to bed. For however long I was up, only thing I thought was the father and I are one. Amen. The father and I are one. Amen. Until I drifted off into sleep. When I woke up, I felt perfectly fine. I'm not telling you you to do that. You might need to go to the hospital. Maybe I should have. I don't know. What I do know is I held on to that thought. The father and I are one. Amen. Until it was the only thought in my mind. I would not allow even one other thought about, hey, I need to do this tomorrow. or I got to do this. I got these responsibilities. I got to get up. I got to whatever. Nothing. Everything was the father and I are one. Amen. Even while I was changing in the pajamas, the father and I are one. Amen. Head on the pillow. The father and I are one. Amen. It works if you work it, but you got to work it. I had to drown out every possibility of another type of thought, a thought of weakness, a thought of sickness, a thought of illness. I was just like, the father and I are one. Amen. That was it. So the now I did that probably the ride home and getting in bed might have been all combined 40 minutes. I did that for 40 minutes straight. Every red light. Stop. Father and I are one. On the highway, the Father and I are one. Amen. 
Because the next point says as your vibration expands, it becomes more powerful. It eventually becomes powerful enough for manifestation to occur. So as you hold on to that thought, like I was doing with the Father and I are one amen, you can hold on to it, the vibration of it expands. So the author went on the right. In other words, what you think and therefore feel and what manifests in your experience is always a vibrational match. So can you keep your mind focused on what it is you say you desire? To the point where the manifestation shows up. This is why repetitive actions like, okay, daily prayer time, daily meditation time, daily study time matters because you're building consciousness thought by thought. All right. Now, one of the things that the author does mention in this chapter, some people get paranoid. Oh, my God, I'm thinking every little thought is going to show up. I think it's important just to recognize that most of our thoughts are fleeting. So you don't have to be terrified of every thought, but you do need to be mindful of the trend of your thinking. And when thinking becomes dominant or thinking that you believe, so it's better to just catch it early. You know, as I tell people, I use the analogy of a snowball on top of a mountain peak. You drop a snowball off of a mountain peak that has snow, it'll eventually build up until it becomes an avalanche. Don't let your snowball turn into an avalanche. Catch those negative thoughts. Catch those unproductive thoughts. Catch those error thoughts. Catch those thoughts of sickness and lack and poverty and not enough or separation and all that stuff. Catch it as early as you can. The best time is now. The next time, the next best time is as soon as possible. All right. So I, I just want to drill down to you that your thoughts matter. And if you let your thoughts go all over the place, you'll be all over the place. It's important for you not to let your thoughts take you where you don't want to go. And I know people say, well, I'm just emotionally overwhelmed. I'm whatever, et cetera. You got to grab yourself. I mean, sometimes you got to go sit somewhere else by yourself. Sometimes you got to go take a walk. A walk is really good if you can because it gets the body involved, gets some of that energy out. Sometimes it's taking a drive. Whatever it needs to be to recalibrate yourself so you don't do or say something you don't need to be doing or saying. Because people really don't believe often that they have control over their minds because they've let their minds function like unruly children for too long. But you have to pull the reins back in. And you might not be able to do this physically, you know, because it's, you know, laws against it, especially now, which they were when I was a kid. You know, you, you can't whoop the kids now physically, but you got to whoop those thoughts into shape. You got to whoop them into shape. Like, okay, you get this, you know, you know, get them in order. Get those thoughts in order. If you want some order in your life, so you're not just emotionally erupting or just sliding into resignation or falling into pessimism. You got to get your thoughts in order. 
Because you're the thinker who thinks the thought that makes the thing. So we're going to stop here. But I just, hopefully this session will be beneficial or is beneficial to you. Uh, the next time I teach, we will be doing chapter 22, the different degrees of your emotional guidance scale. So uh, let's stay tuned and I'll be back with you with True Transforms. God bless. Do you want to deepen your connection to the divine, speed up your progress on the spiritual path, then tune in to the Spirit Matters podcast. I'm the host, Philip Goldberg, and I interview experts with wisdom, insight, and practical guidance for every seeker of truth. Spirit Matters on the mindbodyspirit.fm network. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.